This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. All right, next on the Cascade Hiker Podcast, what's your names and where are you from? I'm Rachel Wood, and I'm sitting here with... Brandon Freilich. I'm from Bellingham, Washington. And we are with Beers at the Bottom. All right, well, cool. Hey, I've got a book sitting right in front of me, and i I got to say that uh, I'm really excited about this one here, uh, Beer Hiking Pacific Northwest. And can you guys just kind of give a little uh, overview of what this book is? Oh, well, thank you so much for your excitement about it. Uh, we are obviously very excited, too. So this has kind of been the dream for the past five years now since we started the blog. Um, the book covers 50 hikes, and it's paired each hike with a brewery. Um, and it covers from Whistler, B.C., all the way down to Crater Lake in Oregon. Um, so it kind of covers both B.C., Washington, and Oregon, um, just kind of going up and down the spine of the Cascades, hitting trails and ales along the way. Yeah, well, uh, I I got to say, I busted open, and of course, uh, I, I've mentioned this on a, a couple guidebooks before, but I always go right to the stuff I already know. I think a lot of people do that with books uh, when they get them. They say, I want to see this one that I know. And uh, I just kind of want to highlight a couple of those um, as we're as we're as I'm kind of flipping through the book here. Um, I, I just turned to uh, the Birdsview Brewery, and that's one of my one of my home breweries. And I got to say too that uh, the hike that you guys paired that with was railroad grade, and I just went on that for the first time this last summer, and I was blown away. So blown away by both the hike and the beer. So is that kind of how you you chose these? Uh, uh, kind of a close hike to the brewery, and then also. Um, it looks like you guys are choosing like pretty amazing trails as well. Yeah, so um, when we when we can, we try to pair the trail with the closest brewery. So in this case, um, of course, that's Birdsview. But in bigger cities uh, like let's say Bellingham or Seattle, Portland, you've got uh, so many breweries in a close proximity. So in those in those cases, we would um, we would choose a brewery that we felt kind of embodied the outdoors culture, or uh, maybe just a brewery that that we felt um, had really good beer. Right. So like in Bellingham, we went with Culshin Brewing, and Culshin obviously is named after Mount Baker, and we chose a beer by them called the Shuxon Stout, which is also another mountain. So. When you go into Colchon Brewing, it's got a really great taproom feel. I mean, the the walls are covered with pictures of Mount Baker, and it kind of feels like just a little extension of the woods. So when we could, we would pick a brewery that kind of embodied what you feel when you're out on the trail. So worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, that's great. And uh, I kind of want to point out here, too. So uh, I was actually uh, just at... Rivertime Brewery last night. I uh, stopped in there and and grabbed a, a couple growlers. And it, the funny thing was, I I had your book in the car, so I went in there. And I said, "Hey, 
you guys are, are featured in this, this new book. And he's like, oh, I did hear about that, but I haven't seen it yet. So I was able to grab the book and show it to him and, um, you know, just kind of highlight that, that little section as well because it's one of my favorite breweries, uh, sponsor of the podcast. And um, anyway, so you guys paired that with Green Mountain. And I've also uh, said on this podcast before that that's one of my favorite hikes. So uh, that was kind of an easy one, right? Well, that's a cool connection because um, I think – River Time was on our radar because of the podcast. I oh, remember nice. back when they were a sponsor and you used to say, you know, you go in and mention the podcast, you get a dollar off the pint. I don't know if you still do that, but uh, but we went in and, you know, we did that Green Mountain hike. And, of course, we had to go check out the brewery. So so thanks for that, Rudy. Yeah, yeah, of course. We should have dedicated that one to you. Right, right. And uh, I, I should mention, uh, without, uh, you know, say anything bad about the book of course but uh he was uh they just recently got food so uh he was like oh man too bad we didn't have the food when they came in so uh just kind of highlight that a little bit um you know stuff like that happens was is there is there any concern with you as far as the book goes as far as like uh oh no certain brewery might close down or move or something um that was definitely something that we talked about in the research phase obviously we've been in some way researching this book in even small bits for the past five years, um, mostly specifically in the past year and a half or so. Um, and it's taken a little bit to get it out to press. And we have other friends who write in the beer industry and it's definitely a worry right now with the beer industry because it is so uh, explosive right now. Things are opening up, new breweries are opening up all the time. We're not seeing as many closures, uh, which is a great thing. And I think that part of that is is that we kind of went through and picked breweries that you have a good feeling about a brewery when you go in there. So there was quite a few breweries that were like, oh, I, I don't know. Are they going to be around in a year? So maybe we might look for a different brewery in that point. Um, but we kind of went with a lot of really good standbys who are just – making great beer and definitely a part of their community. And I think that that helps out a lot. And yes, of course, uh, things change all the time in the brewing landscape. So luckily that's what second editions are for. Um, and we will definitely make a note that river time now has food and hopefully get that in the next printing. <laughs> well, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a concern, but, uh, it was pretty good food though. Um, uh, so let's kind of move on a little bit and discuss each uh, each little section. So I really like how you've highlighted. I just turned to a random page fifty four here and found uh, Hood River Waterfront, and um, let's see, the brewery is oh, gosh, how do you pronounce that? Pefreem? It It's Freem. Yeah. It's okay. A, yeah. Freem Brewery. Okay. Well, I've never been there, so this is one I need to check out. So let's just kind of uh, just kind of highlight this one. So. So you've got a picture there, and, um, and I would assume you guys took most of the pictures here? Yeah, uh, I took I took all the photos in the book, with the exception of the photo that I'm in, uh, ah, which, nice. of course, Rachel took. Of course, right? Yeah. yeah right. Hey, a quick little break here to uh, spotlight one of my uh, sponsors. That's Waymark Gear Company, waymarkgearco.com. Um, you know, I'm playing around on the website, and I wanted to say – you, he has custom packs that are ready to go. You can order them right now. There's the through 38 40 to 42 liter packs. They start at 195. Uh, that's just 16 ounces. 
These are heavy-duty ultralight backpacks. He also has a 50-liter packs. Uh, they call it the Cadillac of frameless packs. Uh, they're starting at 32 ounces um, from 225 bucks. So, you know, go over there and check that out. There's some add-ons, too, you can do. Uh, the one I got for my daughter's uh, pack is the mesh water bottle, and it just holds right there on the strap of your shoulder strap right in front, and it's nice to just have that water right there handy, ready to go. Um, some hip belt pockets, uh, zippered shoulder pouches. Um, I mean, really, you can do almost anything with these packs, along with, of course, uh, all the different colors you can choose and whatnot. So go over to waymarkgearco.com and, you know, hey, at least just check them out right there. Um, okay, so you got a really cool picture, for, I assume, from the trail there. And then um, I like how you guys have, have a, just a completely different look than most uh, quote-unquote guidebooks. Um so you've got uh, kind of these highlighted words saying, you know, starting point and then big, huge, you know, Port Marina Park destination, the hook. And these are all huge. Right. And then the Freem IPA was was kind of your highlighted beer. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, then where you get over to the other side of these pages and it, and it kind of talks about the beer itself? Uh, yeah, definitely. So that was kind of a layout that our publisher had started with the first book in this series, which is the beer hiking in Switzerland. So it was a format that really worked well for them. And it was something that they kind of developed independently for what's going on with guidebook in this area, kind of the, that standard, very informative, a lot of words and a couple pictures. Um, so that was something that was really stood out to us when we looked at the copy of the Swiss guidebook is that it's not like anything else on the shelf. And I think that that works really well with kind of uh, this change in how we look at print media and how we want to grab all of that TLDR for lack of a better word. You know, you need all that information first and foremost. And I think that that makes it both aesthetically pleasing, but at the same time uh, gives you a lot of info just straight off. And so then to talk a little bit about the the beer side of it there, um, I come from a craft beer background, so obviously I took on a lot of that work there. And it's just to kind of give you a quick snapshot of what you're about to taste. Um, and these are just representative beers. A lot of times we would ask the brewery what their beer, what beer they thought, you know, really represented them best. Um, we tried to get a variety so that just like with trails, there's, a lot of different types of beers out there. So you want uh, to kind of cover the landscape as well as you can so that not every beer is going to be an IPA, that you're going to have some stouts and you're going to have some dark beers, a few lagers in there to keep everybody's taste buds pretty happy. So, Yeah, and uh, so so just flipping to another random page here, um, uh, it's uh, page 194, Gold Creek Falls, and uh, let's see, we got the, the was it Blue Collar? Uh, is that the name of the brewery there? Uh, Mission Springs is the name of the brewery. Okay. Uh, Blue Collar Pale. Yeah, they're kind of a, they, brewery is a really fun one to go into. It's a pretty old, well-established BC brewery at this point, as, as established as a BC brewery can be. I think they're only maybe at the most 20 years old, which is a long time in, in the brewing yeah. world. Um, and it's blue collar pale because when you go into the brewery, it kind of looks like a little bit of a, almost a junk shop feel to it. There's all sorts of memorabilia up on the walls and 
cars hanging from the ceiling and stuff. So that blue collar pale kind of goes into the fact that it is kind of a, a working neighborhood that this brewery is in. So uh, just to call out to who comes in and drinks their beer. Right on. Well, yeah. So I uh, so then on your kind of little uh, sheet there, you uh, on on the page, you've got it. So it says like it's a pale gold. Uh, then you've got kind of a symbol of the nose. It's got caramel, grass, and spice. And then you've got a, a lips with a tongue sticking out. And uh, it says like, uh, is it Breedy Malty Floral Hop? Yeah, Breddy, Breddy. Oh, Breddy. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's that gonna have more like sense. a yeasty quality to it. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a, a really basic way that you would rate a beer as you look at the the color or the the visual on it, it then varies. the nose and then the taste. So just like with wine, uh, you hear a lot of that. Uh, this is how we would rate a wine kind of thing. So beer has it to the same extent, but maybe not as a um, highfalutin, we'll say a lot of times. Yeah. So basically that means that Rachel got to nerd out a lot on all these beers yeah, and rating, rating them. And, uh, coming up with different terms for describing them. And yeah. I helped with that as well, but uh, I'm definitely more on the trail side. Right, okay. So so you didn't come up with Breedy? I did not come up <laughs> with Breedy. Slash Breedy, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're making up a word, I don't. is that a made-up word? I, I don't even know. I've just never read uh, it, I guess. Breedy is a, a tasting quality that you'll see in, in beer. I mean, just like a lot of adjectives, they just come – because you're making it up as you go. You Did know? we get any uh, horse blanket in there? Mm, I don't think we got any horse <laughs> blanket. Yeah. Nice. That's another uh, beer tasting term. One of Brandon's favorites to hate on, I would say. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, so then Brandon, uh, kind of moving on from the beer a little bit. Oh, I should also mention, um, now I've just randomly flipped to another page. I'm on 93 with the... Uh, North Jetty Brewing, and uh, right below that, where you kind of talk about the flavors, uh, you know, the smell and the taste and the scene, uh, you, you also have the bitterness and sweetness. So, like on this one, it's the uh, it's a stout, and so the bitterness is uh, kind of two, maybe two and a half out of a five, right? And then the sweetness is a three out of five. So it's that's a kind of cool kind of measurement to to just see real quick too. Yeah, it's a nice visual for people who know that. They don't like bitter beer, so uh, they can glance at that and say, okay, this might be okay. It looks pretty low on the bitterness level. Yeah, definitely. Um, an IPA is going to have a lot more bitterness than, say, uh, you know, a coffee milk stout kind of thing. Um, and some people just need that cue in order to uh, let them know if they're going to like this beer or not, you know, they want a little bit of guidelines. A lot of times people will be like, well, I like beer, but I don't like anything too bitter. What would you suggest? Like, I don't like IPAs. It's like, okay, well, yeah, there's, there's a lot more going on in craft beer right now than IPAs. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, so as we get down into uh, some areas that I haven't really hiked a lot. Um, so I just flipped to page 70. Uh, we've got Misery Ridge Loop. And uh, let's see, what, what brew were you at there? Uh, oh, that's uh, Wild Ride in, in Redmond there. Oh, okay, cool. So um, how did you pick this trail then? And um, can you kind of describe uh, your process for riding that trail up? Yeah. Um, so 
We took a little uh, summer research trip down there, down in the Bend area, Central Oregon, and uh, this this came up on our radar. We we're not we weren't as familiar with that part of Oregon, having not really spent much time down there. So uh, we just kind of started looking at other guidebooks and and doing some research. And this place really stood out to us um, as a as a place that we wanted to check out. So we went there in like the hottest part of the summer. Yeah, and, they were they were having a heat wave in fact. And, we, there. and yeah. I would not recommend hiking that trail on a hot summer day uh midday. It is very <laughs> exposed and it gets super hot there in the in the high desert. So you can definitely um understand the name and where it came from at that point. <laughs> um Yeah. So uh yeah, I mean like that one we just uh randomly chose based on it looks like a cool trail and then um, of course to pair it with the brewery um, this uh, this wild ride brewery was was pretty close by there in Redmond um, kind of a funny thing about that trail also is uh, Deschutes which is down in Bend um, just a little bit south they have a beer called the Twilight Ale and all of their beers have a, an iconic landmark in Bend on the labels and actually Smith Rock is on that beer specifically it's a seasonal so it's it's kind of an iconic Bend location but it's actually closer to Redmond and Redmond has a kind of upcoming beer scene that's a little bit overshadowed by Bend so it was really great to get you know a brewery that might not have gotten the love otherwise from a, a larger guidebook in there so take a quick break from the show here to talk about Lux Hiking Gear. That's L-U-X-E-Hiking-Gear.com. You know, you could choose from all over the place, one to two person tents, three to four person tents. Uh, what I wanted to talk about was kind of their uh, back uh, backyard or campsite, uh, you know, car camping or uh, hunting style uh, tents. I've got some bigger ones. I mean, there's a four-person, there's all the way up to six-person uh, tents here, but they also have some that are set up for, um, you know, having a stove in them. I mean, and, and, and he actually sells the stoves uh, from the site there, uh, these wood stoves, uh, stove jackets called. Anyway, uh, that's a cool thing. I mean, if, if you're an outdoor hiker and you like cottage brand uh, tents, uh, this isn't something, obviously, you're going to carry on your back, but... Man, what a cool thing to offer. Uh, you know, he also has, of course, hiking tents and stuff. But, uh, but man, if you're, if you're going camping and you, uh, it's going to be like in the winter and stuff or, or just a cold. I mean, we got some cold days over here, at least in Washington. And uh, anyway, you can uh, add a little wood stove to it, which I don't see often uh, as an option. But go over to luxe-hiking-gear.com and check them out. So I want to point out then too, uh, you, you know, at kind of at the start of the book, uh, page nineteen, actually, uh, you've got a, a huge map uh, with all the different breweries and where they're at uh, in BC and Washington and Oregon, and um, this kind of reminds me of uh, well, I, you know, I've got some friends that kind of chase breweries. Uh, they're they, you know they're trying to trying to get to as many. They've got the app and they're trying to do all that. And then same with hikes, you know, you got people that want to hike all of uh, Craig Romano's top 100 hikes in Washington or whatever. Um, it's an uh, ambition there, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, well, 
do you guys uh, foresee anybody trying to get to, uh, what is it, 50, 50 different hikes and breweries you have here? So, funny story. Um, uh, at least three of the people that we talked to at our first book event were like, oh, can't wait to do all 50. And I don't think Brandon and I ever anticipated somebody really like going through and reading this thing cover to cover and going on every one of the 50 hikes. I mean, we'd love that. We certainly both had to. Um, it, it'd be great. Like, I'd love to hear the stories, but, uh, now that you asked that question, I'm thinking, what can we do to promote that? Maybe we should have a little, uh, contest or something on social media. (laughs) You Um, take a picture at each one and then win a prize or something like that. Oh, What would the prize be though? Gosh, we'd have to pony up for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, one thing that's kind of cool about it, and I don't know if you can necessarily see from this representation on page 19 there, is that uh, kind of by the way that we had to research the book, what was really cool that it came out from it is that we have a lot of little kind of mini itineraries. So like if you look at the Oregon coast there, there's it's very obviously a line of about, what is that, like five or six breweries there all in a line. And that's simply because it was the easiest way for us to hit it up is to just do one after the other after the other. So I really want the book to be something that somebody can pick up and kind of look at and say, oh, let's plan a little trip down to the Oregon coast and we can explore the trails and hills along that journey. So that's something that we'd really like to highlight in the future and kind of use the book as sort of a a little tour guide. Like a travel itinerary. Yeah, a travel itinerary that can just go right in your backpack with you. Uh, it's a great idea. Yeah, and you can you can obviously see the line down the coast there, but um, there's a pretty obvious circle in Oregon. You know, there's yes. when you start picking apart that way, you can kind of, kind of see. Of course, uh, Washington B.C. gets pretty crowded up there. Um, people can kind yes, of pick their own adventure there. Maybe um, uh, one thing I wanted to point out is uh, so on page 88, uh, I was looking at the map actually, and then I was like, "Gosh, that's weird." There's a, a Number 17 shows that it's in Washington, and I just don't know of any breweries right in that area. Um, so you got Beacon Rock, which I've driven by but have never hiked. Oh, and you need to. You need yeah, to. I know, especially with the kids, right? Yeah, they'd love that one. Yeah, that's a great little trail. It's uh, it's not long at all, just, uh, just under two miles round trip. And, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely doable for kids. What is it, 500 feet a gain or so? Yeah, and it's kind of switchbacks up using a bunch of different little um almost drawbridges and stuff it, it's really constructed almost like a, a weird vertical castle in some ways it's a it's a pretty cool trail yeah and it has just great uh views of the columbia river all the way up so definitely yeah. worth checking that one out well yeah and i'm also curious because i've driven that area a few times in the past few years and, and i didn't know there was a brewery in the area so can you talk a little bit about walking man brewery Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Walking Man's actually been around for quite a while. And that area of uh, the Columbia River there on the banks of Washington and Oregon, you can kind of crisscross, zigzag across the Columbia in that region. They have kind of their own little brewery trail down there, which is really fun to get a little bit of a, a sneak peek into. Another one that's on the Oregon side is Thunder Island, and they're out of... Um, uh, Cascade Locks, is that it? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they, and that's another great one too, and another great trail town. They actually do a bunch of stuff where you can buy a PCT hiker a pint, and so they can stop in and get a free pint on their way across the Bridge of the Gods to head into Washington. So that's kind of a one of the reasons why we wanted to pick that brewery. But Walkman Brewery has been around for a long time. What their IPA, the Homo Erectus, is actually one of kind of the founding. IPAs of that double IPA in Washington really kind of established the the taste profile of what is a Washington IPA. So it it kind of felt right to get them in, especially being that they are in such a really great little location right by Beacon Rock there and on the Columbia and just a great little part of Washington that I think not many of us get down to as often as we should. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, I've been down there and I just, I didn't, didn't know that brewery was there. I've I've been to uh, Thunder Island quite a few times. I get down to PCT days in August right. every year, and yeah, they play a big role spot. there. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. What uh, is there anything else you guys want to kind of plug out about the book here? We're, uh, you know, without going through the whole book. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's going up on Amazon real soon. By the time this comes out, I'm sure it'll be available. I think it's currently available um, shipping. By April 30th is what we're hearing. Yeah, so and it should be at retail soon. It'll be at Bartels and REI and a few other retailers. Um, and right now we're just uh, focusing on getting it out there and doing some events. We've got a few events coming up in the next couple months here. Well, that's good, man. Well, um, can you plug the website and social media? Yeah, so definitely check us out at beers at the bottom and our social media handle is at beers atb so that's b-e-e-r-s-a-t-b um that's instagram twitter all of those great sites um and we will keep everybody updated on where we're going to be next where you can get the book and what's coming up for us down the pipeline Right on. Well, this is uh, this is uh, kind of the the perfect marriage of, of things for me because uh, when I'm not hiking with the kids, and even sometimes when I am, uh, that's definitely what I'm doing is it's looking for a brewery right after the hike. So I appreciate you guys writing this book. Yeah, we wrote it for you, Reedy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, hey guys, thanks for coming on the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash Cascade Hiker Podcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, Rudy at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine and sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong. Could never be wrong. Could never be wrong. See her laying down in the tall grass. Playing mandolin in a white dress. So come running when I hear that song. It could never be wrong. It could never be wrong. Where you want to run, baby, I'll run. I would leave this world for a beautiful